Eyes in the sky, gazing far into the night. I raise my hand to the fire, but it's no use. Cause you can't stop it from shining through. It's true, baby, let the light shine through. If you be- Welcome back to episode 13 of the Football Experience. Today we're joined by the Saints Prime legend. Jamie Allen. Thank you. I appreciate the title then, Matt. I'd, I'd probably say Saints Prime leader for the more correct term, leader. but Legends. You're the best one, right? Oh, of course, of course. Harry Tizard, who is what you should be saying. Yeah. So, I don't know who he is. Either. Good. Uh, <laughs> let's get in. Let's first of all start off with the previews. The first game we're going to preview is Saints versus Burnley. Do you have a prediction for that, Jamie? It's a tough game. Burnley are always a very defensive side. Uh, but Southampton have hit a good run of form recently, considering our last game against um, Bournemouth. A lovely 3-0 victory, if not, should have been a lot higher than three. You know, Kyle Walker-Peters was not offside. His hand was, you know, those sorts of vibes. I reckon good 2-0 Saints, maybe. Maybe a 2-1, a bit of a scare. How we get Chad coming, 80th minute winner. Yeah, I've gone 2-1 as well. But... Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I've actually gone 2-1 as well. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Burnley, Burnley will get one. You know, they, they seem to keep Chris themselves Wood. in the game for a while. Yeah, Chris Wood. Mm. Good shout. Um, McNeil, he scored a couple of good goals in the last game. The, the one, was it the flick against um, Newcastle where he's went top left, Benz? It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that was class. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, I think Burnley will get a goal, but I can see Saints winning it in the end. Yeah. Mm. But then again, I guess the Brighton game, that was kind of something to worry about with. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, it's games like that, though. So Hanson tend to sit back and look at themselves and think, why did I do that? You know? Why were we bad? And then Ralph gets drillers into them why they were. And so players like Che Adams and Nathan Redmond are going to step up now because obviously the injuries likes of Danny Yings like the form leg now are in is perfect to take us throughout the end of the season to secure our place in the Premier League for next year not saying we're relegation threatened but there's always a chance in the Premier League it's never saying no oh uh, you know you're looking in a decent position for it still mm-hmm. mm. um, what do you think obviously while, while we're on the Saints topic what do you think about the potential sale of Danny Yings I would happily let Danny Ings go into Manchester City because you know that you know for a fact that they will overpay for him at least 30 million for a player one year left of his contract. I'll happily take. We can easily split that 15 mil each on two different players. Not the same level as Danny Ings, obviously. However, the good standard, like the likes of Che Adams, for example, I'm going to easily rebuild our squad because you know we're not going to get investments from our owners unless we get, get unless they get out. So mm. happily let him go. For the club's sake, they has been a good servant to us. Never kicked up a fuss about wanting to leave or wanting to stay. So I'd happily let him go. I'd be, be no hard feelings. Yeah, I'd yeah, same here. Like, if, if he was to go to a team, then I feel like Man City would be the one which we should be yeah. happy for him to go to just because of the pay payment. It's a bit of a weird one for Man City, though. Like, I know they've, you know, they've got Jesus and Aguero at the moment. I know Aguero probably won't be there next season. Do you really think? For their sake, Danny Ings is the person that's going to like take over for years to come. Yeah, he's, he's not exactly. He's probably going to be a two-year player, really, because it just seems a bit of a injuries and a weird one. Yeah, well, look, he could get injured. He could only play a couple more years. 
That's the thing, though. For City, the £30 million is the average price paid for a bit part player. It's not like they're yeah, splashing out on um, players like Haaland, for example, because they probably can't for financial fair play reasons and all, and all that. However, I think Danny's the perfect replacement. He's at a good level with the Premier League. The players around him as well, but given the balls that he would need to score even more than he did for Southampton last season. That's fair enough. I guess for Man City as well, £30 million for like a bit of a risk isn't... That's like nothing to them. Look how much he's been on Benjamin Mendy. He sat on the bench every week. So um, Let's go to the Chelsea-West Brom game. Uh, Louis, what's your prediction for the for that game? Uh, I've gone with... What have I gone with? I've gone with 2-0. I think we will win it. You know, it's it's one of those sorts of games that... that they're not necessarily in the greatest form. You know, they're looking like going down. Um but Chelsea are always a bit iffy against lower teams rather than <laughs> higher teams at the moment, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. But I've gone three now, personally. I think it's a game. I don't think Chelsea will concede in that game. But uh, I can definitely see you went in that. This West Brom are, are, are not good at that. I don't know, Matt. I'm not sure I agree. I have a funny thing I can see a West Brom 1-0. Because it's both very defensive sides. They all sit back. And you know West Brom get a very lucky side. They could easily just get one in and just sit back on it for the rest of the game. And we have a return of um, Chelsea legend as well. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Um, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as a Chelsea fan, it would be nice to see him come back to the bridge. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought then, that was a weird one for West Brom, but it's... Yeah, he is 37. I think he left, was it? He left St. Petersburg. Right, yeah. St. Petersburg and came to West Brom, which was very odd. And speaking of West Brom transfer outgoings, Kieran Gibbs has signed for into Miami FC. Yeah. And this season of course quite fun. And that's good for him. You know, yeah. he's not he's not really going very far with his career. I know he's getting older now anyway, but he's won a couple of FA Cups, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done he's done all right, but like not, I, I, I wouldn't say he's done as expected mm. from his younger years, but you know he's, he's now, you know, got he's getting that last payday in America, working under it's, Philip Neville, mate. What else do you want? It's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a bad life. Philip Neville, Gonzalo Higuain, Matuidi. That's it. In Miami, aren't that great though? Are they? They will be next year. Oh, we're clearing, we're clearing games. They've just got like. Players that do it in other leagues, though, like Higuain, obviously, not sure about him, but in MLS, he he's actually able to perform still. Matuidi's, yeah. you know, he's he's not, he's probably about the average age of the MLS. Mm. He's still um, good player, Matuidi. Yeah. They've signed a couple of other younger players from other MLS teams as well. Mm. So, you know, they they have they look like they have a good squad, but besides yeah. it's Miami. Um, <laughs> Uh, obviously, you know, I, I can see us winning the game against West Brom, but um, yeah, you know, it's two, we've conceded two so far in Tuchel's era of what, about 13, 14 games, mm-hmm. which, um, which which is less than Lampard's first game in charge. <laughs> it, could be, it could be a classic big Sam upset, though. It could, you never know, to you never know. What is the third game then? Uh, Arsenal versus uh, Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I've gone 3 2 Liverpool this. 
it's a tough one. Two teams struggling at the moment. It's lower down the table than they should be. However, I don't know because Liverpool all over the place. How they have got the return of Diego Jota. He's just going to trying to find this form at the moment after long term an injury. I could really see him shining at the Arsenal defence, especially how weak it is at the moment and how volatile it can be at some times. They're a very attacking side of Liverpool. Have you got to say the same for Liverpool with their defence being so weak of injuries? Having their players they signed to replace the injury players like um, ben, ben, I, can't remember, I can't remember his name, the guy they signed from Preston. Ben Davis. I was Ben Davis. I think of the le- Spurs left backs. That's a bit confusing. <laughs> but it's like him coming in and getting injured straight away and having to play Nat Phillips and um, the guy from Schalke. Another name I can't pronounce because I'm stupid. Um, Kristen Fuchs. What? Wait, no. Why does it come from you? But you say he's left. Then what's the It's Kavak, isn't it? Kavak. That's it, yeah. Yeah, he's the other left back, wasn't he? Christian Fuchs, what a player. He's got a really nice clothing brand. Maybe that should be in signing for them. Maybe not, Pete. I'm not too sure we'll live for after. I think he's going to retire soon, probably. But Lou, what's your thoughts on the game? What do you think the score will be? I've gone 3-1 to Liverpool. You know, they've both got good attacks. I know they're not in form attacks. Hmm. But, you know, Arsenal, they've been playing OK recently. You know, I, I know they obviously they had a difficult game against West Ham. Um, they started it off <laughs> very poorly, 3-0 down within, I think, 30, 30-odd minutes. Um, and then they did manage to come back. You know, it, even though it was a three or draw, you know, coming back from that far behind, it does give a good morale boost to the team um, going into a game. But I, I just can't, I can see... Liverpool's attack driving in this this sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's right. I'm going to give my score prediction. I'm going to go for. So I said, I think I said I I think a very attacking attacking game. I could say maybe it's a three all draw. Quite out there, really? extravagant. However, like I said two very weak defenses, two very good attacking sides. Yeah. So I went for a Liverpool win as well. I just I just can't see Arsenal winning this one. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> so, you, as a Saints fan, you need these mid-tailed sides to lose as many points as possible so you can catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Arsenal Arsenal just an average team anyway. Amen. No, no, they've, they've been kicked out of the of the uh, the top six yeah. debate. You know, <laughs> people are putting Leicester in there instead now. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair though. Very yeah. justified. Leicester are a good Talking team. Talking of Leicester. Man City oh. Leicester is the next one. Nice, nice cut away there, Lily. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, mate. But, um, now, yeah. this, this is a game on our hands. It's very exciting considering um, Nacho's on some great form coming against his former side. You could, could see yeah. it. That's it. But yeah, again, City are currently, in my opinion, one of the best teams in the world at the moment. You can, I'd say up there with Bayern Munich. I'm not too sure which one's better. We have to, that's, a, that's a discussion for another time. However, I do believe City can come away here because their defence isn't quite up to scratch. Leicester's defence isn't quite up to scratch to Man City's attacking attacking players. Like the likes of Riyad Mahrez can get a goal from anywhere. Oh yeah, like against his old team as well. Oh, like you see, he saw Riyad Mahrez against Southampton, for example. He literally got the ball outside the box. Could, four players in front of him still ping it bottom corner. When he, when he got that ball, he did look like he was going to score. Yeah, it's just yeah. dangerous from that far away. It's mm. weird. I've, I've yeah. gone with 2-1 City as well. Mm. I think yeah, it will I'll be a close one. 
But yeah, I th- yeah, I can't. You know, City, I think City do have too much for them. Yeah, City just seem to bring something different, which like no other Premier League teams really have seem to have. Yeah. Um, also, Leicester will still. I don't. I don't. I, th- I don't know about their injuries too much, but I'd imagine they'll still be without Harvey Barnes and Madison. Um, yeah. By the end of the international, if they are, you know that, that puts them in an even more difficult position. It really is a tough one for the side because, like I said, I think, that, I think that's the only thing really holding Leicester back from getting a win against City. The fact that they have these key players out against the, the, like I said, the biggest team in the world. So that's what I say a City win has to be. Yeah. Okay. And the last game is Man United Brighton. Um, On paper, this should be a goal fest for um, United. Because, like I said, Brighton, they're one of the best XGs in the league. As Mikey Maven would say. However, <laughs> they, the defence is not there at all. Saints couldn't beat it because Saints were rubbish. However, Manchester United had that attacking quality like no other team in the Premier League other than the City, I'd say. On their, when they're in form, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the likes of Cavani, Greenwood, Rashford, Martial. They should be b- smashing Brighton. My Brighton, may, Brighton may pick up a fight, don't get me wrong, because United's defence, Harry Maguire... A bit iffy. So I'd, I'd, I'd say 3 1 United here. I've gone 3 0, so I am going United. You know, I'm, I'm almost trying to tempt fate, though. If you predict a big <laughs> big win for United, hoping Brighton get it. But, you know, I, I do think Man United will have too much for Brighton. Mm. I've gone 1 0, because even though I think mm. Brighton, I'm not Brighton. Not... <laughs> No, 1-0 Man United, not 1-0 Brighton. Um, oh, same like that was outrageous. <laughs> no, because even though I think Man United are going to win, I still think Brighton are, are still... Like, Graham Potter is a class manager, so I feel like he will be able to contain it a bit, but I don't think he'll be able to stop the United attack. So I think United have got too much. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, Matt. Very well put. Oh, thank you. No worries. <laughs> Let's move on to the reactions now. So we'll start off with the Saints versus Bournemouth game. So oh. did, you, did you watch the game, Jamie? Of course I did. I loved every single second of it. Southampton <laughs> were top class against Bournemouth. Honestly, one of the best performances of our season so far. Mm. Everyone was, like I said, Nathan Redmond chose to have his one game of the season, the best game of the season. He chose, chose to have it against Bournemouth. And he had an absolutely brilliant game. Should have got a hat-trick with his final shot he had on target, not on target, just going wide of the post. It was heartbreaking to see him not get that match ball. However, it's not just about Nathan Redmond in that game. He likes to Stuart Armstrong as well, holding oh. the midfield, creating chances. Absolutely beautiful. Another player who stood out to me was Carl Walker-Peters. I love that man with all my heart. Without him in the Southampton side, there is no Southampton. He, I don't know. You wouldn't think it as a right back would have so much such a difference to yeah. our game, but he adds that quality no one else has. Yeah, I think if you compare him and Cedric as well, you kind of you kind of I see. Think, I think Cedric got a lot of slate from Saints fans, mm. like saying he wasn't. I think wrong. He was never a bad player for us, in my opinion. He just didn't have the attacking quality that Ralph was after. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. the problem with Cedric. Like with Walker Peters, you can you have a good attacker, and also he's good at defending as well. Yeah, have have both sides. Mm. Uh, so, what do you think with Redmond? Do you think Redmond's a player we should keep? Still, or? 
I think if Redmond's going to stay at the club for the, for the future, he'll be more off a bit of a Musa Ginepa role off the bench. So I don't really see him being a starter for us for the next for a couple of years because he doesn't have that consistency to his game the likes of the other players do. And that's not what Ralph is after. He, he wants instant impacts inside. And I don't think Nathan Redmond can offer that unless he can pick up form. However, like mm. I said briefly just then, he has this like one good game of the season and he already used it this season now against Bournemouth. So can he do it again? Oh, I'm not too sure. So I wouldn't be too mad if he left in the summer. However, I'd also like to see him stay off the play off the bench. Like I said, it all depends if we get new owners in and if we yeah, get investment yeah. from our current owners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I only watched the highlights of this one. Um but you know, Saints look good. Obviously in highlights you tend to. <laughs> but you know, Redmond, I haven't seen him, you know, he just had so much confidence with it. You know, on a usual game, he sort of, you know, he, he just tries to get his shots off too early sometimes. And, you know, especially that one they put across the keeper into the top corner. Mm. It was, you know, he took his time. He just, he seemed so composed on that one. That I haven't seen him do for a while. Couldn't agree more, Louis. Mm-hmm. He's going to be joining. I saw he's trying to get a Jamaican passport, isn't he? I saw rumours of that as well, mm. joining Mikel Antonio and the Jamaican squad. However, I think Redmond have a bit too much pride on his back because he got that one appearance for England. He may <laughs> try and get his way back in, but I yeah. just don't really see that happening. Yeah, I think the I'd... problem with getting this current England team is it's so hard to, to get in. Especially as a, w- as a winger as well. Mm. Right. Yeah, they just got. You, you can't really see him ever getting back in, personally. Yeah. But. Yeah. To be fair. Um, let's move on to the Everton Man City one. So that was two 0 Man City this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a. It was a. I guess I. I think I predicted the game to be closer than it was. I can't remember what I predicted, mm. but I. You know, watching the game, obviously, it wasn't for so long. Everton just sort of held on. It was it was quite a good game, and then City just showed their quality at the end. They came through with with the. They just had that those players that can make a difference by that. So like the eight two eightieth minute goal, something like that, Lou, was it? Yeah, yeah like, it's the eighty fourth and right minute. minute from KDB, and I'm not too sure the other Gundogan. one was. Gundogan. Gundogan. Yeah, the, the classic little header he did is quite funny. I think it's KDB one was... Sorry, Tara. I think it's Phil Foden hit the post or something, then um, Gundogan got a little funny header. Just jumped, yeah. jumped into his class. Yeah, I think there was a bit of um uproar about the KDB one because there was some some foul or something and they, they did... In the build-up to it, that. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think half the half the Everton defence stopped. I mean, the game was probably over anyway. But the thing is, but... though, you get taught from a young age of football. You, yeah, you, you do. play to the final whistle. Yeah, I know that. Obviously, yeah, that, that is true. She got a pass it. I say, you, do, you can't you can't complain as a player that way. You like I said, you don't stop to the whistles blowing in all seriousness now. And like you, you can't then complain afterwards. Oh, yeah, oh, we will stop playing. But no, keep going. To, yeah, until yeah. the rules say. But I, I guess that's just something you'll say if. That's just an, if you're on the other end, the other side of it, yeah. I guess. However, if I was a Leicester fan are probably disagreeing with that statement. But was it a serious injury in the end? I don't know. 
Um, no, I don't it? think it. I don't think it was in the end. See, exactly. Mm. So that's why sometimes you have to keep playing. If it was a serious injury, then maybe we have different opinions right now. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like especially if the other team are like still playing, you can't really stop. You just got to try and. Yeah, yeah. Just get it's, like, it's like in the yeah. Spurs game recently. Um, I think it was their number three. Um, Lascelles? No, number three regular on they got from um, Real Madrid. He went down injured. However, Kane carried on going forward and nearly scored from it. So I think even their even their teammates down, you just had to keep going to whistles blown unless it is yeah. a serious one. Or kick it out if you want to. Depends if your team want to waste that time, yeah, depends, but. Um. Yeah, let's yeah. go on to the Chelsea versus Sheffield game. Uh, were you happy? Were you, well, obviously you're happy with the result, but were you happy with how Chelsea played as well in the game though? No, we we weren't very good against Sheffield. Um, you know, it's just one of the standard performances. You know, you grind out a win. I've, I think I've had to say that about a Chelsea game before. Almost, but it's you know it, we. I couldn't really see us losing at any point, you know. I think McGoldrick, luckily, he he had a, he had a really really good chance from about like five yards out ahead of, and he managed to put it wide. Um, mm. He didn't really do much through the match. I guess like if you want to if you want to get a chance to like challenge for a league. In the future, and I guess you need to get used to. You need to have those games where you don't necessarily play well, but you still win. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that, that's what you'll see teams like Man City doing. Like that, not necessarily this season because Man City have performed quite well in every game. But you know, there there is always those games that the top sides have. Liverpool, when they won the league specifically, you know that they'd have an awful game, but they just grind out a one 0 win or something. And you know, yeah, yeah, they didn't play well, but. I, I mean, their team and fans are not going to care. They still get the win. Mm. That's the thing, Luke. The thing is, with City at the start of the season, they had a dreadful run of form. How they, how they had like the two games that had made their points look even worse. They even talks of Pep losing his job. However, and they, they just turned it around and look at them now. So imagine if City didn't have that poor start of the season, how far ahead they'd be if United. It's yeah. ridiculous points ahead. Yeah, definitely. It's- it shows the the class that they've got though. Like they they don't look like getting caught at all. No so. chance. That's the that's the thing. When you, when you got a United team in second, especially the players they have right now, you don't. There's no one special there. Is there realistically? It is. I say if Tuchel came into the Chelsea job sooner, maybe he could be come back, going at him a little bit more. However, I think Chelsea waited a bit too long with Frank. Yeah, uh, I think it's, it was a difficult one with that. Yeah, I don't think we could sack him before we did. Yeah, with a club legend, you can't really like be as harsh but, as you would have been able to. Uh, at least player, it, at least it gave you know Tuchel the end of this season to you know work on the team. He knows yeah. what he needs for the summer now, and then push on for next season. Mm. It's probably a better time for him to come in than earlier as well, because then yeah, he doesn't have pressure. To do well with a team he hasn't really chosen. No, next season he will have pressure because he will get backed in the transfer market a lot. I think Abramovich has already said that he's putting 280 million or something. It's ridiculous money. Ridiculous money. So you've got that. You've got you know money that will probably make from selling people like Barkley. I 
assume will probably go. Yeah. Um, you no, know, probably Emerson or Alonso, one of the two left backs. Um, you know, we've just got a couple of excess players that are going to go. You know, we'll, we'll be on at least three hundred million to spend. Which. Yeah, you're going for Haaland and. Okay, out of curiosity, do you know what's happening for us, Barkley, Aston Villa? Because he's not been in the um, starting eleven much recently. No, he hasn't. He hasn't actually played much since his injury. I, I know he was out for about a month, I think, uh, a little bit earlier in the season, and he hasn't really come back in. I think it's just because um, who's the El Ghazi was scoring loads when he came back, mm-hmm. and then obviously Bertrand Traore playing well, they he just couldn't find that spot in the team. I'm surprised he hasn't with Grealish out. To be honest, I think he. He's probably what they've been missing in recent weeks. But, um, you know, when Grealish is back, I, I can't see him. I don't see him having a spot yet. Because mm. mm. at the start of the season, you could really see Aston Villa take him on from you on permanently. However, I don't, really, yeah. I don't think we really see it happen now in, in the summer. Because where, where could he go, Jack? Yeah, it's a difficult one, obviously. With his form at the start of the season, it was looking like we'd probably get, you know, around... 30 million. million. Yeah, I genuinely 20. think we could have We're got 30, 30 million. Wow. I think we could have got 30 if he was playing a lot. Mm. Um, now I'd say we're looking probably still at 20. We do do well with seven people, and you know he's still got he's he's not that old, so he's still got at least like five years left in him. But isn't his um, wages quite high though? Yeah, but just, yeah, I, I don't think he has that long left on his contract either. Oh really? So I, I think it is one of those ones where. You know, we we could look at, yeah, you know, whatever happens. I don't. I think he is sort of surplus to requirements. You know, we we've also got people like Loftus Cheek on loan. Mm. You know, there's talks about one of our centre mids leaving, maybe Jorginho or something. I, I prefer if he didn't, but mm. you no, know, there's more money coming in, whichever way it comes from. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're in a good position with whatever yeah. happens. I guess. Let's move on to the Leicester versus United game. So, started off with uh, United 1-0 up, and then kind of went Did, down. I thought um, Leicester scored first, then Mason Greenwood equalised. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, because it was 1-0 and then 1-0. Cause it looked like uh, United were getting back into it, and then, the, and then it just ended up. Yeah, I When we were recording the... Um, Reaction to the draw at half time. It was sort of saying about how, um, you know, you, you thought you were going to get Man United. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily the best draw, but then with how it ended out. So that reaction was recorded on the Saints Prime podcast. So please feel free to check that out on our so it was. On Apple podcast. Apple uh, but, yeah, what we, what we were saying was, yeah, so it, 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 like Louis said, it was one or at half time. And so we thought you were going to be having United in the semi finals. We're panicking a little bit. However, Leicester came out flying at straight away with Euro Tillman's goal. I think they kind of panicked United to make because uh, Oli made four subs at once in the 64th minute, bringing on Bruno Fernandes, Comatone, Luke Shaw, Edison Cavani. But unfortunately, they don't really do much of an impact because then in the 78th minute, you had another goal from Kletchi. You know, actually, he's on red hot form at the moment. And it's, they kind of shot up shot since then. Mm. Yeah. It's just. And I think Leicester City are a good team. However, I do still think City can be in the semi-finals to go to the final. That's just my yeah. opinion. Yeah, because uh, what I said on the uh, on the football experience TikTok, you know, nice. That what I said was um, out of like all the 
all the teams we could have played. I feel like Leicester is probably the best, mm. the best option. Because mm. I went, I went one Man City one. Well, I and I went, I went up wanted Chelsea. So I feel like Leicester was the one team which I was kind of happy, even though they beat us nine 0 So realistically, I shouldn't be happy to play them. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Things have changed. Yeah, it's better than playing United, but that's more recent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, was there any other? FA oh yeah, we'll do the uh, the Atletico Madrid Chelsea game. So, oh, so ghastly. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, it was so good to watch. Honestly, like just just the shit from Rudiger the, the whole time. <laughs> It's just one of my favourite things to see. You know, he, he's, he he was bullying Suarez out there, and then Suarez got he got taken off on the 60th minute or something because oh. he couldn't he couldn't get into the game. Couldn't hack it. Yeah, and then once that happened, I think that that was game over. Mm. Obviously, the, the least I expected, the least thing I expected when Emerson came on and got cast the third. <laughs> but Andy lost. Um, he lost some on Super 6 about oh, like 250 grand or something stupid by scoring money. that last stupid. goal jeez which yeah he must have been upset but you know I was happy mm. so, what, 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 so, what you predicted because I remember you and Mark spoke about it before the last one mm. uh, did you think it would have I can't remember what you said so do you think it was going to go like that when it's it's difficult. Like, I wasn't too sure because obviously I knew Atletico were getting people back like Jimenez, mm. who was missing from the first leg. Um, Carrasco, you know, some decent quality players. Um, but, you know, Jimenez, you know, he was all right. Carrasco actually got subbed off even earlier than Suarez because he couldn't get in the game at all. Um, so we just really performed a very good defensive display against them. They couldn't get in behind, and then we, we just took our chances. That was the difference. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about the draw. The How do you feel about the, the draw for the Champions League? The, the yeah, Chelsea. I mean, obviously, we got the best possible option. Yeah. You know, yes, they beat Juventus, but you, you've got to be happy with it. It's, it's just one of those things, you know. We're playing against the Porto side, too. You know, did do very well in the last game, but I'd rather play them than any of the other teams in the tournament. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's, and it's not bad either because the route to the final now actually leaves us playing either Liverpool or Real Madrid, who I know I'm, they're two good sides, but I'd probably rather again in the semi play one of them two than Bayern or Man City. So. Yes, yes. I see. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more, Louis. I think Chelsea are very favourable, like I said, very favourable positions right now. And I think I could think I think see an English, all English final with Chelsea playing City, in my opinion. Chelsea could be easily sit back against um, Liverpool or Real. Then mm. you have the likes of City. I don't think they could take on Bayern if, came, if it came to it. It would be an absolutely amazing match to watch. It's a shame it's not the final, to be honest, having City at Bayern there. However, yeah. for, for, as a Chelsea fan, perspective for you, I guess it's bril- brilliant to see the two powerhouses going against each other in the other bracket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you never even know. You know, 
we've seen weirder things with City. They don't usually perform in Europe. So playing against, you know, this is their first actual test in the tournament, mm. really. You know, they're up against, I think it's Dortmund, if I'm correct. I believe so. So, you know, they're up against two, a couple of very good players there. Haaland, obviously, scoring for fun. And Sancho. You know, it, it's a, it'll be a good test for them to see where they're at, really. It's a tough one, because I said, as it all depends if Sancho's back from injuries, I believe he's out at the moment, hence why he's oh, not yeah. in the England squad. However, I said, it's, it's a very exciting Champions League brackets. I think it's been a bit dull with, like past, the past year, especially the final of um, Liverpool versus um, Spurs, the 1-0. Last couple of years, it's been a bit dull, yeah. but it's exciting football for once. And we yeah. guess everyone needs the moment with, with lockdown and that sort of stuff. Mm. I keep raving on about it, but I want to see City buying semi-final. It has yeah. been. That'd be I a feel, good game. Yeah. I can't see us in the final. Yeah. The exciting <laughs> football side, but. I know, but I think if it's, it's English, if it's an English teams in the final, to me, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah that's something I can look forward to. Not just, a, I don't know, what it was last year, buying PSG. I also yeah. bring back to the fact there's two X finals in this bracket with PSG playing Bayern and the likes of Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, two mm. two big games. Right? So any thoughts uh, on the games though, like on the PSG know. side? You know, I, I think that'll be an interesting one. Obviously, I think Neymar should be back by then. Mm. So, you know, it, it'll be a good game, but I I I personally can't see PSG beating Bayern. No, Bayern <laughs> aren't playing as well as last year, as well as they were last year. But I still don't think. Overall, PSG have a good enough side to beat them. Mm. Well, uh, we both remember Bayern Munich do have Eric Muka Choping up front. So that was the worst pronunciation ever. <laughs> I know, however, <laughs> but I know what you mean. <laughs> Top dog. You should be calling Lewandowski's out. You don't need anyone else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we move on to the? Um... The Saints best eleven since yeah. two thousand. Yeah, since two thousand. Okay. Wait, where are you starting goal, boys? Goal, obviously. The big man, Stuart Taylor. <laughs> uh, Arsenal invincible, and was also on the bench of um, Southampton's um, two thousand three FA Cup final lost Arsenal. Come oh, be doing your research. Uh, fun fact for you there. So I, I'm I've a big gone... Stuart Taylor fan, mate. To be honest. <laughs> I've gone Calvin Davis personally, just. Just, just from the, from the memories he's brought, from the early days. Who have you gone, James? It was, it's between. Sorry, I dropped my, dropped my tripod. Um, it's between Fraser Forster and Calvin Davis to me, because Fraser Forster currently in good form. Obviously, they had a great spell at Celtic last season. That's nothing to do with Southampton, however. He's still playing well as, as a Southampton representative. And then that, Matt has, has a good argument point with Carol Davis does have the memories of me growing up as a Saints fan. Mm. However, if, if, if going, it depends what we're going off quality or memories. That's the problem here for me. Yeah, I feel like the f- first probably about, was the first two years with uh, Fraser, Fraser were absolutely he was brilliant. Unbelievable. Like, mm. Some of the saves he did, like I, I honestly can, can't believe it. And I feel a bit sorry for him how he's. How fan when he started to play bad, how fans just 
straight away. Absolutely turned on them. It's disgusting behaviour, in my opinion. They should never, any professional never turn their players like that. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit like the Liverpool carrier situation. It absolutely disgusted me how all their players turned on them, especially the Liverpool go by, you never walk alone. Yeah. They completely yeah. obliterate a player's career. Yeah. But let's say, because of that, Matt, I think I will go with Fraser Forster. Thank mm, you for inspiring me. I, I've I've gone Forster as well, but purely because I wasn't really, I, I didn't really watch Saints in the yeah. years before the Prem, so I can't really bring Calvin Davis into the equation much. That's yeah. Let's move on to centre backs first. Uh, so I've gone with Van Dyke and Jose Fonte. What a partnership that was, eh? Yeah. Back in Southampton's, argue Southampton's best form in the Premier League in recent history, under that partnership. But I think I'll have to give the same, Matt, because Jose Fonte, club legend, and Van Dyke, look at him now, look where he's gone to. But second in the Ballon d'Or, or third, I'm not really too sure what it was. Premier League winner, Champions League winner, yeah. world club, World Cup winner. What hasn't he done? Carabao Cup. Or a fake up, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Drop the same. Drop the same. Yeah, I've gone with the same. Van Dyke Fonte. I think it's. Mm. No, any honourable mentions you could think of? Honourable mentions. Uh, where, do, where do I start? Yeah, Maya Yoshida. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so right back, I've gone Carl Walker-Peters personally. Really, Matt? It's a short time at the club. Even though he's only been there a short time, he's like my, being my favourite right back to watch, really. I feel like Nathaniel Klein probably is a... a Good shout, I was going to say, yeah, Nathaniel Klein. Um, Cucu Martina for his... Cucu Martina of the goal against Arsenal with oh. an absolute thunderbolt the past Petacek. The swears he had on that. Petacek, the like. Arsenal legend as well. <laughs> what a player! This was. Well, I, I, think, I think. Yeah, I had to agree with you though. Right. I don't. Right, I don't know if I will agree with you actually. 
right back. Cedric Suarez was at club for a long, good while. Free free pace of Nathaniel Klein. The United I, I think... scored the free kick. Oh, so... I'm not too sure actually who scored that against, but I remember it was a good goal. Mm. I think I will have to go. I think I'm going to just for conversation's sake, I'll go for Nathaniel Klein. Just for yeah. facts, because when he was at the club, he was unplayable. Yes. No one could get down that right inside. Yeah. That's why Liverpool took him off our hands. Mm. Yeah. I've gone for Cedric, so they've all got different, actually. Oh, oh. wow. Obviously, uh, I, just, I just think, you know, for his time there, you know, at the moment, I, d- I personally wouldn't put Walker Peters ahead of him at the moment because of the short time he's been there in, in a best 11 scenario. But um, I, I do get what you mean, you know. He was a bit shaky, Cedric. Mm. And it's only towards the end of his time, that's the problem. Yeah. I, I think he gets a lot of heat from Saints fans. Whoever. If we did anything wrong, plus we got five million for a six-month loan deal to Arsenal, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Used to go shopping at Sainsbury's so much. Oh, nice. <laughs> Big up Sainsbury's hedge end. <laughs> They're not paying us. <laughs> they should be, though. They should be. Come yeah. on, get the yeah. boys' sponsorship. Trying to get a yeah. from Bratton, don't they? So, yeah. I can have a word with Beer52 if you want, boys. They're yeah, good friends of Southampton Prime Podcast. <laughs> Rebranding, by the way. I'm trying to get it going, but the boys aren't liking it. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> um, what have you gone for in terms of like formation-wise? Go for Chicky 4-4-2, you know? Yeah, same here. The classic team midfielders, two strikers, left wing, right wing, right mid, left mid. I, I didn't know who to choose in left mid might read, so I actually haven't I haven't gone quite the same. Oh, I've Louis, gone... that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> Was it now? Yes. So we're going for the left mid. We're going to go for our midfield partnership. Yeah. Who, who, who have you gone with then? My midfield partnership will arguably be James Ward Prowse and Morgan Schneidlin. Uh, we never, yeah, we never really saw the two play together. I think they only played briefly because it's when Price's younger days. However, he was absolutely top class for us, Morgan Schneidlin, from League One to the Premier League to the I think he won the Euros with um with France. If I do believe, so correct me if I'm wrong. And it just shows the progression he have as as that hit in his career. It's ridiculous. I think he signed him. Next to nothing, basically, and he went on to do wonders. Shame about him now. I think he's, I think he's in France. I can't remember who he's playing for. Back in his homeland, and wish him all the best. So for my midfield, I, I've I've gone for um, just because of the partnership. I went with Schneidlin and Wanyama. Oh, that's the thing. So Hampton has had such good midfield partnerships. We've got honourable mention of Stephen Davis as well. We can't forget him. But it's just mm. I say that partnership of Wanyama. And Snyder was too good. The first two years in the Prem when we had them both together was top class. I even got Victor Wanyama's wristband. Oh, yeah. Flag. I loved it. He threw it to me. I tapped it down. My brother caught it. It was absolutely top class. Someone behind tried to get it. Was that specifically for you? Did he? Yeah, of course. It was his final game for Southampton, actually, Matt. I got it. So it was quite, mm-hmm. quite, quite a memory. He saw you in the crowd and went, you know what? Oh, you Jamie. Are you all right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad, thanks, Vicky boy. I have fun. Ah, thanks, man. That's how the conversation went, word for word. Promise you. I believe you. What's your midfield though, Louis? Come on, tell us, tell us. Uh, My two, my two like midfielders were Schneider and Ward Browse. 
But then fair. I've gone more like cans. Oh, that's fair enough. I wanted to have Tadic and Lalana. I say you could that's play it. You could be wingers. You could argue it, but yeah. I could argue both of them are wingers. Yeah. You on this heyday, you could probably see left, uh, Lalana playing on left mid, not too much for right mid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you know, that's what I've got. Who have you gone for on the wing, sir? Gone for Mane on the left and Stuart Armstrong on the right. I completely oh. forgot about Mane. I'm not gonna lie. Mane, beast. Honestly, the fastest hat trick in Premier League football. I remember going to the game. It was my mum's first game for a long time because my dad couldn't go. I was trying to, I was trying to convince her. He did, we don't normally score this many goals this fast. I promise you, mum. <laughs> this isn't a regular occurrence. Although I wish it was. I, I, I just had such good memories as a at this his time at Southampton, and he's just all around a good guy. Especially, he sees all this yeah. money raises for his hometowns back in Africa, all the hospitals he's building, schools, and that's ridiculous. What a man! What a player! Especially his Arsenal, the Arsenal goal where he was like he like curved it around. I remember that that goal. Outside, no, I, I, I would have put mine in, but I just forgot about him. That's fair enough. Look, I can let you off. Yeah. You got Tadic in there. I think that's a fair, a fair trade. Because I, I Tadic didn't yeah. make it into my team. However, he's on, he's on par with the likes of Mane. So you see Tadic playing at Ajax right now. He's, he's club captain. He's outstanding. He's tearing up the Erdvizi. Yeah. yeah. yeah to be honest, my... I didn't really see that happening when he went there. I thought Tadic was a good player in the Prem, but then he's obviously proving us wrong, taking Ajax quite far in the Champions League. Especially yes, yeah, the extent he was playing up front in most of the. Like mm. Champions League games for them. <laughs> like I, I did not expect that when he left Saints. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, because mine, it, it doesn't. This team doesn't really make sense if it actually played a game, but it's just. Yeah, who's your yeah. left to right wing? Well, my left mid is Tadic, and my right mid is James Will Prowse. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of because I, I didn't want to not have him in the team. You could have. You could have. Oh yeah, Victor and Stein. You're arguing similar to me, like you, you cams mm. maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's kind of but, more like cams because you've got really ram help. and the lamb. So you yeah. got then. Got the yeah. ram lamb. Okay, then what are you getting up for up front then, boys? I got the best stroke partnership in the world: Ricky Lambert and Danny Ings. Whoa. I imagine I, if that happened. <laughs> I, 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 do I love Danny, but for the memories, I think I've gone for Ricky Lambert and Graziano Pella. Oh, that's the sexy Italian man of, and then you got the the. So I think he's a brick clear. I think Michael was a brick clear from Liverpool. Something, something like that. He worked in the factory actually. I, I do correct me. He worked his way up at Bristol Road. I think it was then Southampton designed him. And look at him now. A bit very similar to Mortgage Nigel come up through the ranks of Southampton. Look at now went to. Oh, oh, I the best memory of English football in my life. Part, maybe apart from the Trippier free kick. Is when Ricky Lambert came on. I think it was against Scotland. Got that header to win the game. First touch of the ball in English shirt. My goodness, that was a great feeling. So yeah, I, I, remember, I literally yeah, remember yeah. saying to my dad in League One, "Jacky Ricky Lambert ever play for England one day?" And I called it back in those <laughs> back in the early days. Should have dark times, fancy football. What about so you? I've, I've, gone yeah. for, um, I've gone for Lambert, mm, but then I've course. also gone with another one that. Technically, he can be involved because he played in 2001, and that's Letizia. Oh, oh yeah. that's fair. So fair. technically, he is still in there. 
you know, not. Mm. I mean, he only played what four, four games yeah. that season. Yeah, <laughs> but it still counts. So I've gone for him. I've um, actually I've seen Letizia play before actually in a friendly. A fun fact for you. Have you? Yeah. Who are they I can't remember, I was young, I was really young. Oh, I, I still didn't play. He played for Eastleigh. <laughs> was it when he played for Eastleigh? No, he played for Saints. It was a Saints friendly game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I know he, after he left Saints, he went to Eastleigh for a bit. Yeah, what a lad. <laughs> shouldn't be on uh, Twitter, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good lad, but shouldn't be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure any Saints uh, fans okay. knows what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, do you want to do a quick quick call through of the squads again then? So, yeah, in guard gone for Fred Forster, left back of uh, Ryan Bertrand, centre back partnership of Van Dyke, Joseph Fonte, right back of Nathaniel Klein, midfield Morgan Schneiderlin and James Wood Prowse, left mid, Sadio Marley, right mid, the, the king of Scotland, Stuart Armstrong, and up front, Graziano Pella and Ricky Lambert. I've got uh, in goal, Kelvin Davis, left back, Ryan Bertrand, centre back, Fonte, other centre back, Van Dyke, uh, right back, Carl Walker Peters, and then right cam, uh, James Will Prowse, left cam, Paddock, and then the two midfielders are Schneider and Wanyama with Ricky Lambert and Danny Ings up front. Okay, and then mine was Forster, uh, Cedric, Van Dyke, Fonte, and Bertrand, Schneider and War Prowse. With Alana and Tadic, and then Lambert and Letizia. Wonderful stuff. Yeah. All beautiful teams there. Yeah. Top okay. class. Oh, yeah. So, one who would thing, you then. pick for your manager? Because that's the one more thing. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Nigel Atkins, the Charlton man. Yeah, that's what I've got as well. Because you, you can't, like, Atkins, from being a Saints fan, like, Atkins is just the legendary manager you've got. Yeah, Joe Pardew was probably would probably be a shout as well because he did. I know cut cut of the Tottenham Paint Trophy final. What what a night, what a day. I was at the stadium myself. Really? Yeah, good game. Really? Got two big flags. Was that Wembley? Yeah, mate. Tottenham Paint Trophy final, Sam. Big game. Yeah. No, yeah, because some of them were at the um, what's it called, the stadium in Wales. What's that long ago, mate? Jesus, was that long ago? 2007, I think, something like that. I don't know, 2008. Have you got yeah, um, I don't know, because obviously I haven't really watched them for that long. And since I've really watched Saints, it would probably have to be Ralph from mm. watching. I think he's, he's he's been the best to watch since I've been watching personally. Yeah. So I, I, I'd have to go with him. Ronald Koeman's probably another shout as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, I feel like that's... Pure is definitely one I would not. <laughs> <laughs> what about Pellegrino? <laughs> <laughs> Depends if you want to win or not. No. Okay, so, last thing then. Um, uh, player of the week. Who have you gone with, Matt? See, this is the the problem I've got is, I it's kind of hard to to pick a player week this week because we're just doing Premier League. So, mm. so from the Premier League, uh, sorry, I just wrote it down. 
Jesse Lingard for me. Yeah, yeah I've gone Lingard. Yeah, mine was, was uh, yeah, Jesse Lingard. Oh, yeah. a hat trick for Jesse. Mm-hmm. There you go. Probably, probably is deserved, to be honest, as well. Yeah, he, he was really good on that um, draw against Arsenal. Yeah. But, mm. you know, if their defence was a little bit stronger, then it, it might have looked better. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it's good move. Two own goals. <laughs> yeah. His move to West Ham seems to have been quite successful, like, at the moment. Yeah, I mean, he's got an England call up. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected. You definitely would have thought at the start of the season, Jesse Lingard back in the England squad would be in there, yeah. It's good to see, though, you know. I, I, I liked watching him for England, I have to say. He's always been top class for England. There's nothing you ever thought of, especially in the World Cup. He's unplayable. Mm. Yeah, I think that's it, you know. You get the nostalgia from certain people. That's why I like Kieran yeah. Trippier. Yeah, yeah. True. I got a slate for that on the Saints Prime, so I like Kieran Trippier. But... That free kick was a moment and a half. <laughs> yeah. Didn't last long, but... Mm. <laughs> if only was... Kane crossed, eh? Yeah, and then yeah. Manzukic comes along and ruins. Never liked Manzukic yeah. anyway, so I mean, uh... Is it John Stones who lost them? <laughs> Thing is, Matt, winning the, winning the World Cup's overrated anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until we do it. Until we do it, yeah. Until we actually win it, it's overrated. Well, we're going to win the Euros anyway. True, I'd I'd prefer that. Take that, take that, yeah. All right, cool. Um, So is there anything you want to promote, Jamie? Saints Prime? Well, apart from the Saints Prime podcast, feel free to check it out. I'm sure the link will be below. Um, I'm also... I'm also president now, so that also is quite a good thing, but that's, that's the uni related. But anyway, thank you very much for having me on the podcast, boys. It's been a pleasure, as usual, to be on the football experience. I've experienced a lot about on, football. So, uh, no worries. Second favourite guest after Mark. Uh, I can't, I, no one can beat Mark, the legendary Mark Allison. I'm not stupid. It's true. You've yeah. got a second appearance. You're close to him. He's got three. You've got two. Yeah, that's, uh, Mark's on another level to me, boys. Let's not kid. He's, he's a god among men. Come on. Don't even compare me to him. You're insulting his, his well-being. He's, Come he's on. just got pure sex appeal with that. Like, no one else. <laughs> I think you ruined it there, Matt. <coughs> anyway. Hey, thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. <laughs>